It was nighttime. Tommy's hair was messed up as the station wagon rolled to a stop in front of Brett's childhood home. They were both still in their prom clothes. That was fucking epic, Tommy gasped. Fucking Tanya Reese can make out like a fucking fire-breathing dragon, bro. Ha <laughs> ha. You stud, Brett mocked. Wow, just fucking epic. So horny. Tommy punched the steering wheel with excitement. What about you, buddy? Looking pretty tight with Sherry out on the dance floor, man. Brett looked away shyly. He smiled knowingly to himself. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah, Tommy demanded. Brett shook his head and surveyed the street before answering. I think she might be the one, Tommy. The one I ask. Tommy was silent for a moment. Wait. The one? The, the one as in wife, the one? Brett just smiled, a look of satisfaction on his face and a twinkle of total certainty in his eye. As Tommy was about to say something else, their intimate prom conquest conversation was suddenly interrupted. Both boys were startled as a loud, shrill, terrified scream ripped through the still of the night. Brett instantly turned his head towards his house. He saw a light go on in his parents' bedroom upstairs. As Tommy started to ask what was going on, another scream, louder than the first, assaulted their ears. Brett threw open the car door and sprinted across the lawn as fast as his legs could carry him. Inside the house, Brett charged up the stairs, two, maybe three at a time. He pushed through his parents' bedroom door with unbridled force, cracking the door at its hinges. As he entered the room, everything seemed to happen in slow motion. He saw his father standing at the end of the bed, holding his mother by the front of her pajama top. The fabric clenched up in a closed hand. A look of terror filled her eyes as she tried to twist her head around and see Brett enter the room. Brett froze in shock as his father's free arm pulled back like an archer loading an arrow into its bow. It seemed to pull back forever. And as Brett let a loud scream erupt from his mouth, the arm shot forward, connecting with his mother's cheekbone. Her eye crumbled shut. Her head whipped around in reaction to the punch. Blood exploded from the laceration opened up on her cheek. One of her teeth flew out of her mouth and whistled past Brett's face before hitting the wall and clacking to the floor with the sound of a ring dropping down the drain of a sink. Brett's mother dropped to the floor and her body sagged, balancing just for a second before flopping over on the floor. A pool of blood quick to form around her head. Brett's father looked up at Brett, his face filled with rage and triumph his eyes stormy with domination. Brett's mind unfurled. He couldn't comprehend the horrific scene of abuse that was before him. He had suspected that his father had hit his mother before, but she had always insisted that it wasn't true, that her bruises were from some other outlandish source. Brett's stomach was churning, his heart racing out of control. His only impulse was to protect his mother. Without another thought, he charged at his father, lowering his shoulders and bending his torso forward. 
It was a classic football charge that he'd performed many times out on the field, so it came naturally to him. An enraged scream ripped from his mouth as he vaulted across the room. His father turned to meet his approach. He vainly put his arm out to ward Brett off, but it was too late. Brett's shoulder slammed into his father's ribcage and abdomen, the force lifting his father up off the ground. Brett charging right through him until at last his father's back was crushed into the bedroom wall. It seemed like the whole house shook, the wall vibrating, pictures popping off their hooks and crashing to the floor. Brett felt the whole weight of his body mush into his father's chest, an audible groan jettisoned from his father's lungs. As Brett pulled back, his father slowly slid down the wall, his face filled with shock and confusion, his eyes wide, his mouth hanging open. What the fuck are you doing? Brett screamed at the top of his lungs. His two sisters now at the doorway, staring in at the events unfolding with complete horror in their eyes. Brett's father stumbled to get to his feet. No wind left in his lungs. He looked crippled and weak as he slowly rose, a far cry from the mighty man who had just punched his wife's tooth out mere seconds ago. Brett, breathing heavy and on fire with adrenaline, pulled his fist back, ready to smash it into his father's face. A small trickle of blood seeped from the side of his father's mouth as he now stood erect again. Using the wall to support himself, he cringed as he tried to catch his breath and spew out some words. Brett, what are you doing? His 14-year-old sister Rebecca screamed. Brett turned to see his terrified sister standing there watching him. This fucking animal doesn't deserve to live. Brett pulled his arm back even further, ready to strike a violent blow. Both sisters screamed, Ah! This distracted Brett just long enough for his father to get his first words out. Son, I didn't mean... But before his father could finish the sentence, his face and mouth froze. It just seemed to lock up like a wind-up toy that just ran out of time. His body rigid and stiff, the fingers on his hands unbendable. It was as if he had just turned into a wax figure at a museum. The words he had tried to vocalize now turned into an incoherent gargle, bubbles forming in the blood that filled his mouth. The two girls screamed even harder and louder. Brett couldn't take it. His mind couldn't comprehend fast enough the madness unraveling before him. All he wanted to do now was run, run as far and as fast as he could. He had to get away. He couldn't be witness to any more. As his father began to teeter and fall, Brett just turned and pushed past his terrified sisters as he ran out of the room. As Tommy was running towards the front door of the house outside, Brett came flying out from behind it, his face soaked with tears, drool hanging from his mouth as he mumbled incoherent words. Tommy barely stepped out of his way as he brushed past. Tommy was more confused than anyone. All he could hear was screams and see Brett flying down the street. Tommy wasn't sure what had just transpired, but he knew that his best friend was in trouble. No matter what went on in the house, Tommy's first priority was to Brett. Without a second thought, he ran down the street after him with all his might. Brett ran fast, yet clumsily down the sidewalk, his arms flailing, his mind not concentrating on coordination. His face was a portrait of torment and anguish. 
His innocent eyes had just seen the one thing no child should ever have to see their parents do. He was lost, confused, running to get as far away from the beating he just witnessed as fast as he could. With each step, his body cried for more oxygen, his lungs gasping for more air to keep his aimless run alive. Catching up to him in the distance was Tommy, yelling as loud as he could, Come back! Come back, Breck! Come back! The hose water in Brett's mouth began to make him choke. He could hear Tommy's voice in the distance. He was yelling, Come back! Come back! Before he could organize one more thought, Brett could feel his body shaking. He felt his hand drop the hose at the same time his eyes popped open. Slowly, Tommy came into view in front of him, his face full of concern, his mouth open, hanging down like he was in peril. Come back, Brett! Brett, come back! These were the same words Brett had been hearing in his flashback as he was running down his street. But now he was here, here in his own backyard again, the same words ringing in his ear. Suddenly he became aware that his body was being vigorously shaken. Tommy had both his hands on Brett's shoulders. Come back, Brett! Come back! Tommy commanded. Brett's head finally cleared, although he was still unsure why Tommy was shaking him. Come back, buddy, come back, Tommy continued. Brett stared into Tommy's desperate face. He knew something must have happened. Brett blurted out Tommy's name to let him know he could hear him. Tommy! Brett was surprised at how much effort it took to get Tommy's name out. Somehow, he was completely out of breath, gasping, in fact. A look of relief came over Tommy's face as he could see Brett comprehended him. Where'd you go, Brett? Jesus! You scared the living shit out of me. You were screaming, breathing heavy, and... and... Hey, man, you're crying. Brett, still a bit dazed, slowly reached up and touched his cheek. He could feel the sticky moisture of tears smeared around his eyes. He knew the tears were the result of the vivid episode he had just relived. It was me and you, Tommy, Brett gasped between breaths. It was that night, prom night with my father. Brett looked hurt as he spoke these words. Tommy picked up on it right away. Your father? Brett, what did you see? He he was in the bedroom with my mother. Tommy's brow sagged, his eyes pouted. He knew what Brett was talking about. He knew that it was the darkest part of Brett's life. Brett, nobody, don't go there, okay? But before Tommy could finish or Brett could continue, Brett's mouth turned into an upside-down smile, his teeth clenching, his eyes crinkling shut in pain. Suddenly the porch light came on, illuminating the whole scenario. Brett grabbed at his chest and buckled over. He stumbled backwards against the wall and dropped heavily to the grass. He rolled on his back, arching it in pain. Shelley came running out of the sliding door, her hair up, her face still sleepy. Instantly she saw Brett writhing on the ground, his face in agony. Shelley, it's me, Tommy. No time to explain. Call 911. Hurry! Call 911, Tommy instructed. Shelley stared for a second, completely confused, but yet lucid enough to grasp that her husband was lying on the ground, having a heart attack.
When Brett woke up the next morning, he could hear a number of various beeping sounds. His eyes fluttered open to a brightly lit hospital room. His head was groggy. He felt weak. Even tilting his head up to look around the room was a bit painful. Nonetheless, he was able to identify Sherry curled up in the chair beside his bed. He wanted to reach over and touch her, but his arm was attached to an intravenous and he was hesitant to move it. For a second, he surveyed the room. There was a flat-screen TV on the wall at the end of his bed, a small night table, a lamp, and not much else. Sherry was the only bright spot in the room. Brett tried to say her name, but his voice was weak, his throat phlegmy. Instead, he attempted to clear his throat with some loud, disgusting throat-clearing sounds. A few seconds later, Sherry woke up. Almost as startled as Brett had been as she realized she was in a hospital room. Brett? She cooed softly. Brett forced a smile as he watched her unravel her tiny frame, look toward him and stand up. Her eyes were still the same beautiful shape they were the day he met her. He followed her closely as she stepped to the side of the bed. Oh, baby, she said lovingly as she bent down to hug him. Brett just lay there and felt her weight on top of him. She was so light, such a comfortable fit. After a moment of silence, he could feel her body heaving up and down. He knew she was sobbing. He knew now that he had to muster his strength and talk to her. It's okay, honey. I'm fine. His raspy voice was as convincing as it could be under the circumstances. Sherry sat up and stared at him deeply. Oh, what the hell happened, Brett asked cluelessly. Sherry brushed a tear off her cheek with the back of her hand and then placed her palm on his cheek. It was a heart attack, baby. Just a mild one, but... A heart attack, Brett interrupted. A, a mild one. The doctor said on a scale of ten it was like a two, but, but we have to be careful. Brett could feel himself welling up. He didn't want to cry in front of Sherry. He could see she was stressing enough. He swallowed the excess saliva built up in his mouth and powered on. Wow, I, I never thought that kind of thing would happen to... to me. Where... Brett seemed to be searching for when or where something like this could have happened. You were in the backyard last night, Brett, with Tommy. High school Tommy. He, he told me you guys were out having a drink. Yeah, or ten... Brett added in an attempt to inject humor into the dire situation. Sherry half smiled and continued to stroke his face. Tom Tommy said you were drinking from the garden hose and started choking. Brett's eyes widened slightly. Suddenly started playing back the events of last night in his head. He was starting to remember. What did he say? Anything else? Did, 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 I, did I say anything to him? Shh. Sherry put her hand on his forehead, not allowing him to get excitable. Y you can ask him yourself. He he's in the hall. I'll, I'll send him in in a few minutes. W wait, he's here? Brett seemed surprised. He said you were screaming. Y your body was trembling. He said it looked like you were having a nightmare and, and then fell to the ground. D did he say anything else? Brett demanded. Baby, shh, please, you have to rest. Brett's mind was racing. He could hear the heart monitor beside his bed starting to beep faster. Sherry became concerned. Brett, 
Relax, relax, baby. Don't get worked up. Everything is okay now. Brett stared up at Sherry, who was pouring her love all over him. He knew she was upset. He didn't want to distress her any more than she already was. He took a few deep breaths and slowed himself down. He grabbed her hand and interlocked his fingers with hers. I'm sorry, baby. I really am. Brett's voice was sincere and slightly afraid. Sherry squeezed his hand and brushed the hair off his forehead. Stop it, Brett. You didn't do anything wrong. This is just your body sending you a warning shot, okay? We're going to change some habits, okay? All of us. Sherry smiled at him reassuringly and lay back down ever so gently on his chest. For what seemed like an hour, they just touched and felt each other. Got close. Connected. Eventually, they were interrupted by a light tapping on the door. They both looked over and saw Tommy standing there sheepishly, tired. Mind if I just see how you're doing, buddy, and, and then I'll get out of your hair. Sherry and Brett looked at each other before Sherry got up and walked over to Tommy. You take all the time you need, Tommy. You're a good friend. Sherry got on her tiptoes to kiss Tommy on the cheek. Text me when you're done. I'm going to go grab a coffee. Tommy smiled and gave a half wave as Sherry disappeared down the hall. Then he turned and looked at Brett, laying helplessly and vulnerable in the white antiseptic hospital bed. Slowly, Tommy moved closer and pulled up a chair. What happened last night, Tommy? Brett asked without hesitation. I thought you were messing with me, buddy, because of the Miss Solansky thing. I thought the whole hose thing was a prank or some kind of bullshit joke you were playing on me for old time's sake. But Tommy paused. But what? Brett prodded. But, but the look I saw in your face, your eyes, it was real, wasn't it, Brett? You went somewhere, somewhere far away. Brett stared at Tommy, thankfully, gratefully, for believing him, for acknowledging it was true. I was there, Tommy. Swear to God, as much as I'm here with you now, I was there. Tommy nodded and then spoke softly. It was that night, wasn't it? The one when your old man hit your old lady. Hmm? Wasn't it? Brett's eyes filled with pain. He could feel his mouth going dry. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy, it was. I don't know why. I don't have any control of where I go back to, but whenever I drink from the hose, it just it just takes me where it wants to. Does it? Tommy said almost challengingly. What if it's taking you right where it's supposed to? Brett painfully propped himself up on an elbow. What's that supposed to mean, Brett challenged. Tommy didn't hesitate. Your father, Brett, This weird water hose thing brought you right to the worst night of your life. The night that turned your life upside down. What about my father, Brett snapped. That was the last time you ever saw him alive, Brett. You refused to talk to him after that or even see him. It changed you, buddy. You were never the same. There was a hollow spot inside you, a spot that's never healed. Brett glared at Tommy. He was speechless partly because of Tommy's brashness, but equally because of Tommy's insight and intuitiveness. Tommy was right. Brett's anger for his dad had scarred him, left him emotionally tormented for the rest of his life. 
Tommy was so accurate that Brent couldn't even respond. Look, maybe this is happening for a reason, Brett. From everything you've told me, maybe this is your subconscious, your inner child searching for resolution, for closure. Brett looked at Tommy as if he was looking at an alien from a strange planet. Jesus, Tommy, what are you, my shrink now? Where did you learn to talk like that? Tommy tried not to look offended as he replied. Listen, buddy, life is hard. You know, it's all full of bullshit. Crap gets thrown at us that we didn't ask for, that we never expected. Believe me, I got my own stories that I could tell, but, but this is about you, buddy. Somehow I think maybe a strange window has opened up to give you a chance to, I don't know, get things right with your dad. Suddenly, Brett's heart monitor started beeping more rapidly again. Brett could feel anger rising up inside of him like a thermometer in the heat. My dad? Brett blurted out angrily. What the fuck do you know about me and my asshole dad? Tommy looked at Brett with as much understanding as he could muster. And in the most delicate diplomatic voice he could summon, he said, You never went to see him, Brett, when he was on his deathbed asking for you. You never went to see him. You have unfinished business. How the fuck am I going to see him, Tommy? My flashbacks only take me back to places I've already been. Yeah, but what if they could take you to places that you should have been, Tommy suggested. Brett paused for just a moment, just long enough so he could catch enough breath to tell Tommy to fuck off, Tommy. Get the fuck out of here. Brett, please, this might be important. It might be your only chance to make it right. Me? Make it right? Is that what you just fucking said? Me make it right? Get the fuck out of here, Tommy. Brett's heart monitor was racing faster than ever, and the nurse's alarm automatically went off. Almost instantly, footsteps could be heard running down the hall. Within seconds, the nurses were in the room, pulling Tommy away from the bed. Get him out of my fucking sight! Now! Brett was in screaming mode now. The nurses pulling Tommy out of the room, while at the same time trying to give him an injection that would calm Brett down. Sherry ran into the room amidst all the chaos and grabbed Brett's hand. It's okay, baby. Relax. Just go to sleep. Shh. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. She tried her best to be reassuring, but was not sure how much of it he was absorbing, as she could see his eyes roll back into his head, the injected concoction in his veins, swiftly putting him to sleep. Thank you.